like that? Um, well, I hope that so? I w- I've never done anything to make you feel that way. But I know that behind that, there has been this sort of lurking worry that we're just not hitting it with our with our catchphrase. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I think that we should just. Go ahead I, and give I wouldn't it a, want you to take that on yourself. I don't want. And you to I don't want. And I don't want to. I don't want you to take it on yourself and think that it's all all my fault or all your fault or really I don't think that, that now's the time or place to be spreading blame I feel like we should just just keep moving forward so what so how about this mm-hmm. background centuries please keep your hands feet and arms inside the car at all times and no flash photography and have a good time and then another another that same thing in Spanish did you say photography mm-hmm yeah, not to be confused with photography. Okay. No. It's specifically uh, photography for dogs. For, yeah. No, and it's cute and adorable, and I can already see it in my mind's eye. And it's Here's not someone my, taking pictures of dogs? No, it's, it's a completely dog-run dog company. Yeah, no. It's when the dogs take over. Finally. Can't wait for that to happen. Um, well, well what, about, what about this one? Background centuries. Give it up for the goofs. Oh. And that would be when we transition into uh, a goofy movie fan fan cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give it up for the goof. Give it up for the goof. Now, that's resonating. My only concern is the copyright branding. Uh, branding. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's what I was. That's what I. On a, that was my only hang up. Um, but I thought that you know it's an open space. We should be feel free. Feel free to just bring everything. But um, uh, okay. I have an, I have another one. Yeah. 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 Background centuries. The brown paper bag for your lunch of knowledge. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's nostalgic. It takes you back. It takes you back, but it's also it practical. It's practical and it's now and it's hip. And I feel like it's casual too. Anyway, do you have another do you have another suggestion? <coughs> I don't like Excuse that me. one. I don't like that one because it kind of sounds like a cough. It sounds too much like a cough. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, sorry. Do you have another I'll, one? Yeah, we'll strike that one. Background centuries. I have the remote now, and it's time for the History Channel, because we're going to talk about history and other things related to history and the development of cultures, I, and you don't get... I have the remote. Something like... Uh, something I like, like that. Yeah. I like that, because that, you know that... You know what that breeds? Opportunity for... Say it with me. Three, two, one. Ice acronyms. cream. Acronyms. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I think I just have sweets on the on the brain. Sweets, sweets on the mind. I I, I agree. I, I I am gonna bring one problem up with your first suggestion, and I say problem. It might be nothing. You say keep your hands, arms, feet, legs. That kinda excludes certain people who may not like chicken nuggets. It's like chicken nuggets. People people who may not have um, those particular extremities. Could we add torso? Would that make it too wordy? Hmm. What about just torse? Like keep your torse, keep your torse in the ride at all times. Mm-hmm. We cut out at least one syllable. I love that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Keep that's your torse. Keep your torse. Background centuries. Keep your torse inside the ride. Yeah, that's it. So should we? Should we? I think we should. Let's start the show now. Okay. Hi, welcome back to Background Centuries. Background Centuries. Please keep your torse inside 
the car at all times. And no flash photography. And ha- have a good time. I'm Ethan. And I'm Noah. Bienvenidos. <laughs> and we're really excited about what's going on this uh, in we're this episode. so excited. Got some more we're nuggets so to share. Before I mean, we get into it, though. I was excited about, about the other one, but... I guess we shouldn't talk about the last episode. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready let's, to talk about it again. Let's just let's just move forward. Let's just move forward because that's what we have to do. That's what we have to do. Things get lost. I have just the thing to take your mind off of it. What is that thing? And you you mentioned it offhand the other day, and at the time, I'm going to be honest. Now, in saying that, I wasn't really listening, and I'm sorry for that. I do apologize. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I did come across it again, so. It, in some way, it made an impression because I remembered, after the fact, what you told me while I was browsing the interwebs, the social media platforms, all of them. And Looking for hot tips and cool tricks on the internet for your skateboard. I get it. That's right. That's right. And I came across a, uh, a hot topic, if you will, that I'll say I, this is the first I'm hearing about it. Uh, hmm. Save for the time that you mentioned. I mean, it it's a very day. popular store. It is a popular store, TM, and TM. I know some of you may be disappointed, but now it's not about the store. Hot topic. I have to go. I have to go. Just Should kidding. Reschedule. <laughs> oh, 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 guy. Okay. Oh, I see. <laughs> Just give it up for the goofs. Maybe that's huh, yeah. Yeah, that that's, actually would have been. Uh, that's that would have been good. Background centuries, give it up for the goose. So this uh this issue that I came across is uh something that has been sort of spreading like wildfire in the the public sector. Mm-hmm. Real quick before before you keep going on, yeah. um is this gonna fit into one of our pre established segments that you wanna give the name of so we know where to put the musical sting in? Oh yeah, get ready for that sting. This is of the times of the times and so this this topic that has been spreading like the proverbial wildfire has to do with the sanitary practices of a very popular convenience store chain one that serves slurpees Mm. and randy's railhouse that's right that's right. I didn't want to say it, but I guess we should probably specify which one we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. J- just because, I mean, we're not an uh, opinion podcast or a fact podcast. This is true. This is true. That makes me feel a little bit about a little better about about going on then. Yeah, I think I think we should, you know, feel free to be candid. So this particular chain has not changed their employee handbook in over sixty years. Mm-hmm. And in the original employee handbook, which got leaked onto Twitter by an unnamed employee, mm-hmm. shows that they still, to this day, use Coca-Cola for their 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 cleaning fluid, their cleaning. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And so for all of their, their slurping machines, people began to notice that there was a an odd... Overabundance of of sticky residue. Yes, and this is due to the the very thick coating of Coca Cola syrup 
that has made itself a, per, a permanent fixture of their slurping machines that they clean mm-hmm. at the end of the night. And many people now are just refusing refusing to patronize those stores. They're they're actually boycotting Slurpees from this particular chain until mm-hmm. they revise their employee handbook demonstrating the sanitization the sanitization at the end of the night when they close. Yeah. Yeah. I um yeah, I mean, we we've all been in a schoolyard or uh, on the internet or seen a seen some bit of media where they they drop a dirty penny in in a bottle of coke and then when you dump the the coke out the penny's clean and so a lot of people would jump to conclusions saying oh the ultimate cleaning solution is here we found it thank you coca cola but it's more complicated than that and i think Randy's Railhouse not realizing that it's more complicated than that. It's it's really the corporation showing showing its its hand in in that you know the world moves forward, we all learn and grow and we expect that from what we consume. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's too much to ask to 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 expect the, the places we give our money to to be as human as we are. Mhm. Mhm. And many have been wondering about any kind of statement from the CEO, and yeah. there's been radio silence from them. Mm-hmm. And this is this has created quite a stir and, and a lot of concerns for many people wondering, are they ever going to make that jump into contemporary and best practices for sanitization of their Slurpee machines? Yeah. And, and not only for sanitization purposes, because whereas that is partially a concern... I'd say the biggest upset uh, surrounding this issue is the cross-contamination of flavor. Mm -hmm. And you lose a lot of that specific cherry flavor or Mm -hmm. the blue raspberry flavor or whatever specialty flavor is in for that season that week. Mm -hmm. And we all know that blue raspberry does not mix well with the Coca-Cola flavor. No, it really doesn't. You complete psychopaths. So I... I that's more of the 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 team I'm on is is I want to have my slurpees taste the way that I expect them to, that I'm paying for them to taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and if I wanted a Coca-Cola slurpee, I would drink from the Coca-Cola slurpee nozzle mm-hmm. straight from the nose. Mm-hmm. I would drink it straight from the nose if I wanted it. Mm-hmm. Which oddly enough, the Coca-Cola Slurpee has been for for most of the of the of the stores that I've walked into have been completely out of business for a long time. Like they, I think they've discontinued that flavor. And many are suspicious that it's because they've been using all of their all product the for clean yeah. for cleaning, which is is bad bad practice bad practice. And I don't know if you caught this, but on the Food Network. Alton Brown actually came out with an oddly timely episode on the flavor profiles of blue raspberry and Coca-Cola, which mm-hmm. many, many are seeing that and wondering, okay, the timing is a little bit too perfect. And many too are perfect. thinking that Alton is sort of, is sort of, you know, tipping his hat to this controversy. And, mm-hmm. you know, we all know he's a reliable source and, you know, it's pretty clear from his diagnosis that those two flavors weren't 
they're not they're not meant to be enjoyed together. Yeah, it's like it's like chocolate and vanilla, or or like like cinnamon and sugar. It's just like these two things don't mix. You know, it's like water and ice. You know, like they're it's just polar opposites. You know, and 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 it's creating such a controversy, such an uproar mm-hmm. amongst the people. That's just horrible. And then you have people questioning their flavor realities as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've seen on the, on on the line just so many think pieces about, oh, have we ever stopped to think about how the watermelon flavor tastes nothing like watermelon? And the infrastructure is starting to crack at the, at the seams because you, we've had this long-lasting empire of flavor profiles mm-hmm. that is that that has been built on these just we just accept it mm-hmm. we just accept the flavors mm-hmm. cherries don't taste like cherry mm-hmm. the cherry flavor right blue raspberry i don't even think that's a real fruit grape what does grape even taste like grape grape doesn't taste like anything known to man when 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 mankind created grape god cried and that's the truth. That's in the Bible. That's in the New King James Version. Mm-hmm. Old yeah. Testament. Look it up. Look it up. So yeah. we just want to be aware of aware mm-hmm. of the conversation, up yeah. on the conversation, and would encourage all of all of you, our listeners, to just engage with the engage with the with the conversation, the, con- the conversation critically and mm-hmm. and thoughtfully and. Respectfully, respectfully, and don't don't jump to conclusions. You know that's that's all we're asking. Yeah, but I think that does bring us bring us out of the segment of the times and into our next segment, which is pinpoint. pinpoint. Let's sing the pinpoint theme song, because when pinpoint. you have a point and it needs to be pinned, what do you do? Pin it. You pin it. Pin it. Pin it. We should probably just let the music speak for itself. Yeah, we should start the music now, Pinpoint. Okay, here we are, firmly planted in our fan favorite segment, Pinpoint. So do you want to tell us us what we're doing here? So in this segment, Pinpoint, we, uh, in a random random cities generator, will Mm -hmm. select a, a place to hypothetically fly over to and discuss some of the cultural developments yeah. of that city, its history, its development, That's an airplane. and share it with all of you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's where I practice my airplane noises. All right. So we're going to get this randomizer going and, ooh, I know this, I know this town. I know this special place, special mm-hmm. place in all our hearts, Manila, Philippines. Oh. In okay. the Philippines. Okay. The town called Manila. Manila, the the city of jungles. The best type of folder there is. Changed my mind. Manila is the the uh, Tagalog word for jungle, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is that true? 100% true. It, 100% true? 100%. I mean, like, there's no need to fact check it. No, no, no. no. For all of you who have Google up, just put it down. Put, put it, it down. Put it down. At... Uh, put it away. Put it down. Put it this down. is class. Put your phone down. Swipe up. Swipe your finger up. That's it. Swipe That's it. Up. Okay. Click okay. that button. Yep. 
Just turn it off. Put your screen away. Okay. It uh, for the long for the longest time, it, Manila was completely covered in an in intrusive uh, vegetation that took the better part of six decades to clear and mm. and build the city that is now Manila. And the reason for its naming was because of its thick vegetation. It was it was mm-hmm. named for its jungle like appearance that has a very interesting a very interesting uh backstory and yeah. actually was the uh was the influence for Coldplay's hit Welcome to the Jungle. I I love the good band Coldplay and their song Welcome to the Jungle. I'm gonna do a dramatic reading of some of the lyrics of Welcome to the Jungle by Coldplay. Take take Welcome me to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. Give me your hand. Welcome to the jungle. Let's take a stand in these vines and put our hats on, our jungle hats, our really cool, super-duper cool jungle hats. Let's go into the jungle and find love. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you you've listened to that song many times. I'm listening to it right now. Oh. Hold on. I'm going to pause it because I don't want to miss any of this song. Okay. Paused? It's paused. Good. Good. So... The story goes that this this aggressive, intrusive, really, vegetation that grew all over the the area that is now Manila stemmed from a very old practice among the people who used to inhabit Manila long before actually the vegetation was there, or so the story goes. How does the story go, Ethan? So there are, are legends and uh, oral traditions that come to us now that speak of an odd, an odd period of, of 10 to 20 years in a plumbing crisis in Manila that went on for a long time unaddressed. And so the, the people who lived in Manila before were unaware of their relation to th- their topography, if you will. Mm. Mm-hmm. Manila is at exactly sea level and so it's considered a, a swamp really and so yeah. digging anywhere in manila proves to be very problematic and so long before they had modern plumbing they like like many people and, and many parts of the world even today that doesn't that don't have plumbing will just will just dig a hole in the ground in a separate place outside just outside of the you know their residence yeah. And that becomes their, yeah. their toilet. And so as they migrated to Manila, which is in a low land, they began digging and found very quickly that that was unsustainable for for containing their, their excrement, their waste. We do talk about Dookie a lot on this show, don't we? It's crazy how history is just riddled with this stuff. History is built on the back of Dookie, <laughs> is, uh, in the words of... In the, in the words of the great poet laureate. Yeah. Lester von Happenworth. Yeah. History is built on the back of Dookie. <laughs> so the the villagers went to the the town, the town leader and requested that something be done about the cr- the critical mass, the piles that had been overflowing from these mm-hmm. these pits that they had been been digging and the leader was a very proud man 
and was not interested in taking up the issues of the little man, but was more more interested in accumulating wealth, women, and disregarded these these concerns. And mm. this this began a a two decade long strike in in an effort to sway the the mind of the leader. And so they began to go to this very uh, memorialized now field to take care of their business. And it, it became, it became such a, a, a scene mm. that uh, something had, something had to be done about all, about all the dookie. Mm-hmm. And they, they couldn't, they, they knew they couldn't clear it in one, in one setting. And so, uh, instead, what they what the leader decided to do is begin to relocate many of the villagers to different parts, just to kind of spread out the dookie as much as possible, to avoid it all all being concentrated in one one location. Mm-hmm. And the they continued to make the trek even after being relocated to this mm-hmm. one field. Uh, to stand their ground and say, no, we need something needs to be done about this plumbing issue. Mm -hmm. And eventually the leader, the leader broke and decided to, to resolve the matter and just called a plumber. That's all it took. That's all that it's all needed. They just called a plumber. Yeah. Cause this was in the eighties. Yeah. Not very long ago. (laughs) It wasn't long ago at all. There was plumbing. There was plumbing. And one of the individuals who actually participated in the strike was a plumber and was a plumber they finally named just Mario. Him. Yeah. No relation. No relation. No relation. And yeah, and that was it. That was that was the crisis was over, but here's yeah. here's where it gets interesting. It actually uh was responsible then for the vegetation that that grew in much much later mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh is the is sort of the platform on which this this legend was built that there was such a concentration of of dookie matter that mm-hmm. the the soil in Manila became so fertile that anything could grow there and because it was so easy for even the most difficult vegetation to grow some of the more intrusive and invasive just started sprouting up mm. all over all over Manila to the point that it actually began pushing out a lot of the residents and it became uninhabited for several decades because, several decades because no one no one could no one could manage just the yeah the un, the and it wasn't it, and it wasn't until um i can't it wasn't until i i think members of the of the 16th camp finally decided to take back their homeland and turned this at at the time it was this towering cylinder of of interwoven vines and and trees and and different sort of vegetation um carved that into this beautiful ornate jungle tower mm-hmm. made completely of these vines and, and wood and flower and it was and it was this beautiful statement of the of the the strength of people the strength of the human being the strength of will mm-hmm um, and the importance of home and community and this this beacon of hope now 
known as known as in in English it would be called uh, the tree of green the green the green the green tree tower the green tree tower I don't know I'm yeah, not very I'd loosely brush, translated I'd have to brush up on my on my Tagalog but um but now it serves as this beacon for everybody everybody come around like it's famous everybody comes comes there to visit comes there to take pictures comes there to climb the tower to see to see the ruins of past civilizations and it all comes from this incredibly incredibly hard time for these for these people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and it serves as a lesson for for what obstacles the, the part obstacles play in the life of a, of of a human and it was so beautiful that they chose to use the vegetation already existing there as part of the statement yes so choosing not to completely eradicate it and forget that hardship they had come through but instead used that tribulation as a part of their self-expression as a people to show their resilience but also to show their ultimate collaboration with the wildlife there yeah with with earth which is inspiring on so many levels on so many levels that I don't feel like we really even need to talk about. Would you agree? I agree. I agree. Yeah, Manila, what a what an interesting what, what a interesting great place. envelope. Also a great envelope. Yeah. And I there's so much space so much in the space. Manila envelope. Because I was one time I was trying to ship a a video game. I was trying to I was trying to ship it. And I had plenty of room in a manila envelope. So I was able to send the video game. Yeah, because I remember I remember you really struggling to get it into that standard The standard envelope. envelope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 The government envelope. I, I had a huge I, I went through several hundred envelopes because just they just tore. Tore it tore right at the folds. And you tried several configurations. You even tried two glued together. I tried to I tried putting putting one on as if it was the pants and mm-hmm. one on as if it was a hat and trying it that way. But the postman said, Oh wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Hey way hey you know, mm-hmm. like the song. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um I I this this is kind of off topic, but um I think that's the end of, of pinpoint the segment. But I I I said something and it inspired a thought in me and I want to bring it up. And so we had a, we had another segment planned, but I would actually like to to use this time to talk about this thing that I'm really excited about because oh, I said sure. te- tearing at the folds. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if you're familiar with the album that just came out called Tearing at the Folds by the oh. artist Rubric Tree. Yeah. And have you listened I, to it yet? I, I just finished listening to it last night for the first time all the way through, and good gracious, I just need to talk about it for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear I, what your impressions are. I would never are. think, I would never think that it would be so successful to meld this particular mixture of of funk and and also l- lyric guitar and, and and classic oboe and 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 operatic vocals into this oh oh and not to mention the techno synth mm-hmm. uh, to, to bringing that all together you would think it would be this hodgepodge of just mess mm-hmm. but good jo- golly gee willikers it's so 
beautiful. I, I cried several at several points. Have you, have you heard the album? I have. It, it feels like the the perfect evolution of Rubric Tree at this point in their career. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Especially following up uh, Blue Blocks, Red Blocks from from last summer. It it feels like it, it's such a departure, and yet it still feels tethered to those mm-hmm. those themes that we heard in Blue Block, Red Block. Which, correct me if, I mean, tell me if you didn't get the same vibe that I did, but when I was listening to Blue Block, Red Block, I thought to myself, oh my goodness, this is their last album. This this is the album that they're going to hang their hat on, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're done. Because that, that was just the, the spirit of the album was very, it was a spirit of closing, it was a spirit of, of closure. Mm-hmm. And and so a lot. I, I mean, me for sure. I thought, oh no, this is this is the end. Mm-hmm. This is the end. Um, and then they came out with this completely, like you said, subversive yet also somehow nostalgic album that was one part album, two part think piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you want to do you want to talk about um, the the message behind behind? Um, tearing at the tearing at the folds yeah and this is this isn't confirmed yet but a lot of a lot of fans are theorizing based off Mm -hmm. of uh, michael tyler's uh, posts leading up to the release of Mm -hmm. tearing at the folds that this was in some sense an homage to uh to lunch hour in, in fifth grade fifth grade yeah that apparently was just a very pivotal time for 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 Michael Tyler and rarely has he explored that in their their discography uh, up until this point you know this is kind yeah, of the first time he's on, really opening up on the direct to VHS documentary that the band had you know they they had talked about how important those lunch times were because that's when that's when um Zeke and and, and Michael met and 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 Mark and the original drummer, uh, what was his name? Oh, it was Brandon, 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 Glass. Brandon. La- yeah, when they that was when they sort of formed their their brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then of course they added they added um, uh, oh gosh, what was her name? Lisa. Oh, was it Lisa, Lisa, Lisa Stickler? Was it Lisa Lisa Stickler? Yeah. Lisa Stickler and 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 Lori Bennett mm-hmm. on on vocals and guitar, mm-hmm. and that was for me. That was I think that was their second album. That was when I was like, okay, they were good, mm-hmm. but now they are something else. It's not just music anymore. Yeah, it, it's it's matured in a, in a really. Uh, warm and, and and deep way that it feels very familiar uh like almost they're returning returning mm-hmm. to this nostalgia and yet a new birth yeah that that paired with such a new sound creates yeah. this this conversation back and forth of sort of looking into the future and everything exciting there but then uh, with a new perspective with a new perspective and having that new perspective sit within a very old memory, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what your thoughts are, but I, I'm tempted to think that uh, the the middle track, um, uh, open close, 
Open, close, yeah. The, it, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, this, this is my impression. It, it, I got a few references to Brandon Glass a couple times in there, an homage to their old drummer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was the bridge section that he, he's talking about. Uh, it's probably the most explicit mention of, of lunch hour and sort mm-hmm. of coming out with the with the uh, uh, the thesis statement of the album, if you will. Absolutely, yeah. And in that, he, he never mentions him by name, but the boy he's talking about in the bridge section, many people are speculating that he's referring to Brandon. It, I, I think it has, and, and with, with Brandon's tragic leaving of the band and that all that drama, that, that complete falling out with, with those two seemingly, you know, ride or die, ride or die boys, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they were supposed to be together forever, but then, you know, th- one of them farted in the other one's pizza just one too many times. Mm-hmm. And that happens, that is a tale as old as time mm-hmm. in the music scene of just you know we're all, it's all fun we're all farting on each other's pizzas we're all having a great time doing that until it was it's just the last straw mm-hmm. this is the last slice that is the last slice mm-hmm. that you farted on mm-hmm. and and people say that there was there was tensions building up with you know because of women and because of creative control but i i i think that it i think that it's really about the pizza farts mm-hmm. well and literal tension building up within the gut yeah, because, well, people don't understand this. When you eat a pizza that has been farted on, you not only have the grease from the pizza, but you also have the previous gas, the residual gas from the fart. Mm-hmm. And so that creates an exponential growth in gas. And so it is it is a very harmful prank, and I'm glad they have outlawed it on, on the Vans Warped Tour and, and other music festivals mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I, I do want to talk about, because you, you would use the word explicit, and that reminded me of their their second to last song mm-hmm. which is called Plug Your Ears mm-hmm. and I'm just going to read some of the lyrics yeah. from Plug Your Ears um, uh, and then we can talk about it more mm-hmm. um, I would really like and and I God and I'm also I love and butts now that's obviously that's the that's again that's the chorus that's the driving force of the song mm-hmm. um and this is the first time that that sort of that sort of angst and anger has been has come through in any one of their any one of their songs mm-hmm. and 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 it comes right before their final track called rebirth mm-hmm. and rebirth is this transformative existential beautifully woven tapestry of sound and lyric mm-hmm. but it comes directly out of this chaotic dark you know mm-hmm. very very grungy very grim very grim song and i don't think and we've think, seen that kind of poetic range from michael in any of their previous installments no because michael michael is um you know he he went to he went to columbia and studied and studied English and got his English degree. And so he's a big fan of the classics. And I think that with this big, this big long break between uh, Red Block, Blue Block and this um, tearing at the tearing at the folds, I think with that time, he has spent more time instead of looking back at the at the legends of of writing and poetry, 
looking to now and seeing that the, 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 the art in the streets, if you will. And I think that that's very heavily influenced this new direction of, uh, of the, that, that idea of not looking back anymore, but starting from a place of rebirth as a child with your current mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, many people are pointing to a more apparent awareness of their of some of their influences too, which is something cool to see them sort of tipping the hat to the people that have really given them their start and helped them develop their voice. Ones yeah. like the Flaming Lips, ones like the, the Smiths, Flames. and uh, they've Michael Tyler and the, uh, and the others have been very, very vocal about about their influences mm-hmm. and and um, have have always had very very. Uh, positive words to say about yeah. these these yeah. I- tycoons of, of of the music industry yeah yeah i so so just as we wrap this this little tangent and this episode up do you want to give a rating to the album because i I'll, I'll start off by saying no stars but no stars in the cool way like oh nobody likes it it's so underground like nobody likes this so it's good mm-hmm. so it's like it's like a hipster 10 okay but a casual zero. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd give it. What about you? I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a dirty carpet out of microwave mess. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're going old school with your rating system. That's very that's very um needed with an with a piece of piece of work like this. Anyway. I think it's only appropriate for yeah. the album's heavy uh heavy use of 80s trends yeah. in their mixing and in the their their cadences and in uh, it seems only appropriate to use sort of the the, the grading rubric, absolutely, absolutely of, of uh, that era's grunge scene. Yeah, yeah. So you want to take us out? Thanks everyone for listening to Background Centuries. Please, please, please don't forget to brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. This has been Background Centuries with your background boys Noah and Ethan. Always more to learn. Always less to say. Keep, Keep it, it skippy, skippy Ohio. Portland. What?